Well, hey there, and welcome back to Fire and Soul, the space to deepen your inner awakening and activate your highest expression so that you can share your gifts and power with the world. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow, and this is going to be a little bit of a mixed bag, this solo dose, as promised. Some podcast updates, a little bit of life updates, and then I want to share a really cool new uh, spiritual ritual that I have been working with for the past few weeks in the morning. And then I want to leave us with uh, pulling a card from the Rose Oracle deck by Rebecca Campbell. It's my favorite go-to deck, and it's been speaking such specific and precise medicine for me lately, and I was like, ooh, Let's see what the cards have to say for fire and soul and everybody tuning in. So that will be at the very end. Um, Some podcast updates. Oh, before we go there, I want to offer up a lot of gratitude for those of you who have taken the time to offer up a review for fire and soul. Thank you. Thank you. It means so much and it helps to grow the show. The algorithms go out that people that need to find it, find it because of new reviews that get added and and just so many other things and so if you have not yet left a review but you've ever gained any value or meaning or insight from myself or the incredible guests that we have the honor to drop all the way in with if you would please do so right now that would be deeply appreciated and i want to share a review that really touched my heart that came in recently and The reason it moved me so deeply is because it really is the intention, the embodiment of the intention of fire and soul. So I'm going to share it with you now. This comes in from JD Unicorn, five stars, thank you. And she says, I feel Michelle's intention of wanting to spark a higher knowing and activation within our spirits and souls while listening to her episodes. So many times it feels like the episode was speaking directly to me. You're such a light and I'm loving the true self you and your guests bring to open our hearts and minds to a higher consciousness collectively. Aho. Mm, mm, mm. Thank you very much, JD Unicorn. That means so much to me. And yeah, this is where we are, loves. We are all learning to evolve into a higher consciousness. Actually, I think at this point on my journey, evolve into our natural state of being. You know, we are so programmed in these this uh, wild earth that we live on. It's amazing. Uh, but, but having that awareness and then getting ourselves free and coming back to our true essence through different modalities, different portals like Fire and Soul, other podcasts, books, seminars, retreats. Uh, speaking of, ooh, retreat, full immersions always do the trick for me for a long period of time. Um, our soul essence retreat. This is a beautiful four day immersion happening in Malibu in October, October 12th through the 15th at a beautiful, empowering villa overlooking the ocean, uh, totally accessible and relatable on the deepest levels, yet deeply inspiring. And the women who've already been magnetized, who've already chosen to claim their space and say yes, will welcome you in. If you're getting a little bit of a tug, if there's a little bit of a nudge, I would highly encourage you to answer that nudge and to say yes 
to yourself. You know, it's so interesting. We can take the courses and we can read the books and we can listen to the podcast, but there's nothing like an immersion. Four full days where you fully immerse yourself into something different, like a pattern interrupt, a reset so that you can tune all the way in and learn to listen to the wisdom of your soul. And there's such a beautiful um, energy that I already know we're co-creating. And this is my third women's retreat in less than a year's time. And so even if you head on over to the website, you'll see the testimonials from previous retreats. And um, I'm very touched by those as well. So that would be at michelle-sorrow.com slash soul essence retreat. I'll also leave a link in the show resources for you. Uh, so anyway, back to the whole thing of, you know, what we get to learn here and drop into, it really is a remembrance of who we really are. Deep down, we already know. Deep down, there is no doubt. Deep down, we have, uh, such a knowing about everything. And we're not worried about concepts like, is this fear or is this intuition? We really do know and we can open up that channel to clear it out. Any density that may keep us, uh, precluded from having those awarenesses. And so some of that we're going to, we're going to talk about today, but before we go, there is some brief podcast updates. So I hope that you'll be happy to hear that I've decided to go back to a weekly cadence, you know, fire and soul always had uh, episodes released every week versus bi-weekly, which has been the rhythm that we've been in since early March. And uh, I'd always gone weekly up until spring of this year. And that came off of the heels of doing a, a pretty intense hiatus, pause, honoring the internal guidance when I was asked to just stop and really reflect after so much that I shared and that we all have been going through, it was like really important to integrate and to weave in so much that we are learning and uh, growing into our greatest yet to be, right? So when I came back out in, it was like February when I began to record again, I I was about to go into a very intense launch season. I'm a transformational guide. I launch programs, retreats, yes, but but um, but the programs that I launch usually will come out in the spring and in the fall. And so I knew that I had five launches back to back to back to back. And that's a lot of dedication. It's so much time and it can be all consuming. And while I didn't plan for it to be that way, it was just kind of the nature of how calendars worked out with all the people involved. And so I just thought what would be far more loving in that time was to open up to bi-weekly release release schedule. But now that we're here and I'm on the other side of having that experience for several months, I realized that I prefer weekly, not to mention we've got so many guests that I've already recorded that are in the queue not to mention all the guests that are on the calendar to be recorded. If I continued with that biweekly cadence, there wouldn't really leave a lot of room for spontaneity and or for solo doses. And I love both those. And I want to allow for the space for it all (laughs) because we get to have it all (laughs) in the new earth. And so, yeah, starting next week, we will be offering up a weekly cadence. I think there's one month in the remainder of the year that has five weeks. So maybe we'll do four, like in the month of August, not sure. And then I'm going to try this on through the end of the year. So let's see how this goes. And I'm excited about it. 
And of course, if anything snags you, please do share with friends. Um, it makes all the difference. And I know that that's happening and I'm so grateful for it. And if you're brand new to Fire and Soul, welcome. And if you're brand new because you're also in your own awakening, whether that is awakening to the matrix and to the, the agenda that we are currently literally seeing play out at its peak, maybe not its peak. I don't think we've hit like, you know, the apex just yet, but, uh, it can be really scary to be in that moment, to be in that season. I know what that's like. I was there from February of 21 through basically the end of August of 21. And that was the most terrifying time of my life. Everything was upside down, inversed. Um, I could, it was, yeah, it was wild. If that's the season that you're in, I just have so much compassion and so much empathy and this is a really beautiful, safe space for you to tune into, especially if you go back to some prior episodes when I first started sharing about my journey that may be similar to yours and you may find comfort and co-resonance in. And so if you go back to like September of 21, specifically with an episode called uh, Taking a Stand for the Truth I'm Here to Serve, or maybe it's Standing for the Truth I'm Here to Serve, either way you'll find it. And, uh, that was when I started sharing about then the next phase of my, my awakening. Not everybody has this same thing happen, but, uh, then it became like an inner awakening, a true spiritual awakening. And that's the part that was actually really scary too. Uh, it kind of reminds me of, you know, the caterpillar just cruising along and all of a sudden it's time to go into its chrysalis and metamorphosis. And I don't know if you guys know this, but it completely liquefies from form to liquid. And then of course, within time, it emerges at a butterfly as a butterfly. And so that metaphor is beautiful. Um, but it takes a lot of courage and a lot of bravery to be in it. Although when you are in that, excuse me, based on my own experience and those that I I um, know have had an authentic awakening as well. There is no choice. <laughs> you just go through it. And why we go through it and why some don't, I have no idea other than it's part of the contract of my soul. That's what I've come to believe. It's what I've come to know. What I don't know and I'm curious about, and I have Belinda Womack who channels the 12 Archangels coming back on the show actually next month. And I'm excited to bring that to you, but I want to ask the archangels, the 12 archangels, like if you've had an awakening, like a real spiritual awakening in one lifetime, are you good? (laughs) Or is that just the one lifetime? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it just seems like if, if, if we are really here to honor the curriculum that we set out to learn on schoolroom earth in the contract of our soul as we continue to evolve and are excited to do so right over there in soul land, uh, as Ram Dass likes to call it, then it seems like it would serve the future lifetimes. Although I have no idea, um, not a clue, but anyway, (laughs) so there is that, but anyway, and, and then there's, yeah, 
and I and I say all that because I don't know where you on your you, where you are on your journey, and so there could be a combo of both and and or all other types of of awakenings. Because what I'm finding now is that as I'm really honoring the inner awakening, the spiritual awakening, however you would want to refer to that, I'm 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 noticing that there is a real invitation, if not mm, mandate, <laughs> demand. It's gentle and kind, and it's it's for my highest and best, but it's every area of life is being asked to be cleaned up, starting with diet, right? Because like I had already given up the alcohol and the cigarettes and like the real, real crap food and um, the TV and the mainstream media and the quote news and the legacy media and all that almost two years ago. Um, little blips here and there with an occasional cigarette over the last two years, but I am completely free and clear. It's so beautiful to be on the other side of all that addiction. But by the way, that only means what you are then invited to do is to take a look at why was the addiction there in the first place. So that kind of healing and integration has been the path that I've been on pretty much all this year. And it's just been so profound to be able to get to notice the thoughts and or the beliefs, the triggers that would activate the desire and or the urge to do the thing that I no longer want to do consciously, but it's such a routine pattern that sometimes I, well, all the time in the past, but it would be easy to dismiss what the gift of the trigger is really trying to say or the gift that it has for us to learn so that we can actually uh, come back into wholeness. Because anything that we're experiencing as the trigger, as the trauma, as that addiction, as the, the negative thought or belief or whatever is going on in our little world, it's all seeking resolution. Resolution with what? Resolution with the divine. See, we have come from the oneness the everything that ever has been and ever will be prime reality. We are a direct fractal of God. And it is past time that we remember who we are so that we can stand firm in the embodiment of that truth. And then we don't even necessarily have to call on the courage or the bravery to, to honor the call or the nudge guiding us forward. It gets easier and easier and easier with devotion as you begin to really clear out that channel so that you can begin to hear, you can really cultivate a deep way of listening and really feel like you're almost, well, you really will be at, at some point with enough practice um, at one. So it's like merging thy will with divine will. And I got to say, and this is what I really came on to share on some level. It's like, there's so much intense change energy going on. You know, it's like, honestly, it's pretty wild out there in these mythic times that we are having to navigate. But of course, you know, the saying as below, or no, what is it? As above, so below. As within, so without. So all this beautiful, deep inner work that we do sincerely on the internal thoughts, beliefs, all that, right? Will be in direct proportion to how we experience the world and whatever may come in down the path on the external. 
And so this is why we are here to really learn how to recalibrate and to reclaim and to rewire our nervous system so that we can be in our full power and our full power is in the present moment. But oftentimes we are so pulled out of the present moment and there's so much change going on right now. These collective splits, these collective shifts that then there's like these little minor splits and shifts that sometimes are more painful than the big ones from even a few years back ideologies are, are splintering so many of us and polarizing us even more. So we have to get really diligent about being aware of who we really are, which allows us to be aware of who everyone else is as well. Beautiful, whole, pristine beings of the most high, right? Like it's incredible how powerful we really are. It's incredible also how freaking programmed we have been so that we have felt diminished and dimmed and dulled. And it is time for us to stand up and take one little bite-sized bravery step of action at a time. The most powerful word that we can say has two letters and it is no. And so inside of that, there is some context and nuance that I was really wanting to share. And that is this, that it's time for us to have this awareness around anything that is not in our highest, most authentic alignment is falling away right now. And it can feel really painful. It can feel really scary. I totally get it. I'm going through some of it myself. But what I've also come to know is that it is the deconstruction of the false self. Maybe it served us several years back, decades back, right? Maybe the systems and the structures that we are seeing collapse and crumble before our very eyes, not without a really great valiant fight, I might add, right? By the empire, so to speak. It's also been constructed of the false self. It's not our truest benevolent identity and how we're really meant to live on the planet, honoring mother earth, honoring one another and our gifts, no hierarchy, no competition, all collaboration and oneness. So there's a lot of healing happening within and without. And when we can really get present to that, um, I think then we can actually feel the ease and the grace and the flow with some of the things that seem to be falling away that are no longer aligned and allowing for that to be in, um, yeah, I just want to say more graciousness. Yeah. Anything misaligned is falling away and this applies to, could be another person certainly a belief or a concept. I mentioned ideologies. We're seeing that play out pretty big time right now, right? Certainly behaviors or any inauthentic relationship through some kind of an experience through misidentification. In other words, we only got engaged in that relationship or that partnership or that job or whatever, that addiction, because we had a sense of false self. If we remembered who we really were at all times, which is the big invitation right now, that is the great awakening, right? Let's be clear. That is what is really happening. 
then we wouldn't engage in some of those things because we wouldn't want anything to dim our light. And this is that prime reality, that upper room that Paul Selig and the guides talks about, that Belinda Womack and the 12 Archangels talk about, like, you know, the heaven on earth reality, finding the mysticism and the magical in the everyday. I don't even say mundane because I don't even see life as the mundane. And when I say see it in the everyday, I'm talking about when you see yourself. When you look at yourself, can you look at yourself through the lens of a divine gaze? Pure, undiluted, unconditional love. All that you have gone through, all that we have gone through these past couple of years. And for some of you, you have been on this awakening path for much, much, much longer, right? But you're seeing the acceleration. You're seeing the intensity right now. We're here. So just to have compassion for our journey and to be here holding steady, tuning in to vibrational set points that make us feel just a little bit better. And by the way, that is going to be critical for us moving forward. So as we, you know, hit some of these intense times and we see some of the deconstruction and we're feeling the misalignment of relationships and, and partnerships and things that no longer serve, but maybe we didn't feel like we were quite ready to let go when we're allowing for that to be, it's really important that we continue to do everything we can. I mean, with gentle tenacity. Like your life depends on it because it does. Your quality of life for sure, right? You want to experience peace and harmony and joy and gratitude right now in this present moment, then we've got to learn where our attention, our most powerful commodity time attention, right? Is being sucked dry and tapping us into the low vibe states. What am I referring to? Social media. This is such an interesting setup, right? I mean, here we are working so hard to raise our vibration, to increase our frequency. And yet, um, the lowest, one of the lowest frequency portals that we can be on is through social media. I mean, it was designed to keep us in a chronic state of, for many, envy, jealousy, and comparison. And then if we're not there and looping in this vicious cycle, then oftentimes we are on the other side of it, which is seeking validation, attention, and approval. So it's like this, this crazy eight, right? And we're like, wow, what is happening here? Where is my true sovereignty? What do I feel and how can I come back and reclaim my power? So just be fully aware that anything that you are plugging into um, for long periods of time or on any given day is, is, is it high, high vibration or is it low vibration? Same thing for me, which is why I got rid of the television. Many people assume that the alcohol was a far greater release for me, but the truth is, is the television was way more challenging for me to let go of. And I didn't even know how addicted I was to like having it on in the morning. I would watch CBS this morning. That was my jam. I love Gail King. Um, <laughs> and, and then I would have CNN on in the evening and And then I had all my shows that I recorded, right? Or that I would watch in real time. And all of that was just obviously a lot of poison for the mind. And I had no idea just how sucked in I was uh, being. And so I I really didn't know until I tried to give it up. And I did it all in one day. It was cold turkey, you know. (laughs) I think you all know that story. And so here we are just about two years later. And and, uh, very, very grateful to be free. And freedom 
true inner freedom from thoughts, beliefs, concepts, patterns, addictions, all the things, right, that no longer serve. That is the name of this game that we are all part of right now. And that is what's so very possible for us. And there was something that I heard recently around like, ooh, but it requires self-discipline. And discipline is, you know, (laughs) such an uncomfortable word for most of us because we want to avoid, we want to deny, we want to like just procrastinate as much as possible. At least I did. I don't know about you. But I heard um, actually RJ Spina, who's coming back on the show, RJ Spina, there was an episode we did together recently uh, called The Nature of Ascended Frequencies. He is a true grandmaster, y'all. He's written his next book. He's coming back on the show soon. Anyway, he said something like, yeah, well, the pain of regret or the pain of self-discipline, you get to choose. And then he went on to say, discipline is learning. Self-discipline is learning about the self. And so that's when he went to share the pain of regret or the pain of self-discipline. I don't know about you, but I would much rather uh, endure a little bit of the pain of self-discipline because with time, just like me getting over my strong addiction to television and or to streaming devices, it was really, really painful. I remember I had, I would have like two tabs up in the very beginning days. And it would be like the Netflix tab on my laptop because I no longer no longer had a TV. And YouTube for like maybe the channel of Kyle C's, right? Not like the fun, dumbed down stuff on YouTube, but like where was I going to go learn and grow and evolve? But watching Kyle C's at that time, really early, and by the way, he's coming on the show too. I just got that confirmation. I'm so excited for us. Uh, and if you don't follow him, I, I, I recommend it. He's got a great channel on YouTube. But anyway, I do remember uh, early in those days, not even really being able to understand so much of what Kyle C's would say. And I was like, so then what did conscious mind do? Like, oh, it's boring. It's just boring. I don't understand what he's saying. I don't get it. And then I'd want to open up that Netflix tab, but I never did. I was really diligent, diligent. That's what I meant to say. And, um, but I remember having to grapple, right? That was total self-discipline of like Netflix, Kyle sees Netflix. And like the Netflix would be like, you know, like the little angel on your shoulder, the little devil on your shoulder. It's like me, 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 call on me. <laughs> and, uh, and I'd be like, Ugh. okay, all right, I'll go, I'll go watch Kyle sees. <laughs> now I listen to Kyle and a, I love it. It's like soul food. B, I'm like, I just said that in soul circle or with a private coaching client. And so we're on a very similar frequency these days. And that is what is available for all of us because we are all so divinely intelligent, so plugged in to the same field loves the same field of infinite awareness and infinite intelligence of the cosmos. You know, those downloads that channelers get, they, most of them, the authentic ones anyway, they all say you can download the same channeling that I get. It's all divine downloads. It's all coming from one source that none of us are separated from, but it's so easy for us in moments to deny the divine within, to deny our cosmic birthright and the truth of who we really are. But when we can get a little glimpse and when we can just, even if we can't really experience the totality of it in our all day, every day, but we get that one moment where we're like, ah, I feel expansive in my energy. 
I feel a little bit more empowered today to maybe even say no and to not have guilt, to not have shame, low vibrational states, to not indulge in fear or anxiety about a future that has not happened, nor is guaranteed to unfold in some of the ways that we have been told will unfold. And I have no doubt about it. A lot of that has been exaggerated to keep us in a chronic state of massive fear and paranoia. But regardless of what happens or doesn't happen, what we do know is that everything that we need to know and all of our power only resides in the present moment. So if you ever want to call your energy back and be in the totality of your power, come back to the now. How do you do that? all the rituals that have been shared and that will continue to be shared as well as something super simple. Close your eyes and take three deep breaths and just focus on your breath. And you'll come back to the present moment, which is a state of beingness. And in this state of beingness is where we really get to create, where we really get to uh, cultivate our deepest desires that are in alignment with our soul's contract. See, a lot of us are chasing dreams and desires that might be on the vision board that are a little outdated and, or they could be informed by sneakster lower self <laughs> or mask self, which are some of our archetypes to be familiar with that thinks that like going and getting that job or getting into that relationship or out of that relationship or whatever the things are, right? The quest. And so if we are running towards something because we think it's going to relieve us of that which we are running from, this is something that I got to work with with uh, my spiritual teacher last year, then we all know what happens there because we've all experienced it so many times over. It's a house of cards. It's not sustainable. So the real work, the embodiment of the integration that is for the sustainable soul liberation and true transformation is in that spot of what are we, what are we avoiding? What are we running from? Be with that. Learn to love it. Accept it. Have compassion for it. Listen acknowledge the fear, the pain, the anxiety, that, and allow it space to just be. That's how you integrate. And it no longer has any power over you in some of the most inconvenient times, right? And then you get to alchemize whatever that original trigger was, trauma was, pain, suffering is into a transmuted fire for good. Imagine the potency in that energy for your highest and best. So it's not for lost. It's not by mistake. It's not because we are somehow wrong, broken, damaged, or, you know, irreparable. That is a lie. We are perfect, whole, and complete exactly as we are. We just have some schoolroom curriculum that we were excited to work out. So it's here, but because we have forgotten who we are, and that's been programmed since the moment that we were born, to stay in a, a denial of who we really are. So it's on us right now to do everything we can to return home. And I'm talking about while we are living on this incredible planet in these exquisite mythic times. 
Ah, it's so beautiful to be alive. So gentle tenacity, my love. Don't forget a dose of gratitude energy that will help you to cultivate more self-trust, more self-love. And then that way you'll begin to deepen into the courage and the bravery to answer the call on your soul, which may just mean saying no and or being at peace with whatever is misaligned and falling away because you have such great trust in the divine order of your life and for the planet and all of humanity that you just completely relax into that state of being and awareness. That is my deepest prayer for all of us. That's high vibe, my friends. It doesn't have to be all woohoo, right? And dancing in the fields, although that is a lot of fun and I do do that as often as possible, but a completely relaxed state of contentment, that is a high vibrational tone. Nothing better. All right. I want to leave you with a practice that I've been trying on and then I'm going to pull a card for us. So this is something that you can do in the morning and you start the shower, you start to wash, shampoo the hair, etc. And then I want you to bring an essential, an essential oil into the shower. I bring either peppermint or lavender. Those are my favorites. And, um, I have my feet hips distance apart parallel with each other and kind of like you're into dasana or mountain pose in yoga and, and they just have a really strong, um, straight body, like one long line of energy. Imagine that you are being grounded into the center of the iron core crystal of the earth, as well as ascending into yes, the cosmos. So a beautiful line of undiluted loving energy, which is your true, uh, true identity. And, and then you put some essential oil in your left hand you rub it together and then close your eyes and take three deep breaths and just really breathe in the essential oil. And then just allow the sensation of, you know, rubbing your hands together with essential oil on there. Just allow the sensations to uh, activate you and to be able to crack a little density in the mind so that you can either set an intention and or ask spirit, mother, father, God, the divine realm, however you want to refer to that. Use me, oh God, is the way that I like to say it. What would you have me do and say today in my highest and best? Use me, oh God, and what would you have me say and do today that's in my highest and best? And that informs a beautiful, easy, energetic blueprint for my day. Because if I'm actually going to be in the highest and best, calm, present, clear, fortified, remembering who I am, no rush, no urgency, taking all the time that I need, no doubt, total knowing. Imagine how that would impact every part of your life your mission, your business, your family, your friendships, your health, all of it. So try it on. Mm. All right. I'm going to pull a card. I had already um, shuffled them, so they are ready to go. Um, So I'm just going to lay them across here. Mm. Oh, wow. So the card that I pulled is We Are Nature. Becoming grounded, embodiment, living in connection. I mean, does it get any better than that (laughs) for exactly what we're talking about here? Let me read you what it says. Okay, loves. Uh, And this is the Rebecca Campbell uh, Rose Oracle uh, deck. I highly recommend it. You can pick it up anywhere. 
Okay, becoming grounded embodiment, living in connection. We've built a world on top of the world. If you look up to the if you look up the word nature in a dictionary, you'll see a reference to plants, animals, and landscapes as opposed to humans. We speak of quote getting into nature or quote getting grounded as something we need to do. We've forgotten that we don't exist in nature, we are nature. Indigenous earth-based traditions have always seen the planet and all beings as interconnected and sacred humans, as one with the earth itself. The earth and mother rose are calling us back to the earth, to weave the sacred back in, to weave nature back into the center of our everyday lives, to see ourselves as nature and to spend more time interacting with the living natural world, returning to nature. How's your connection with nature? What's your relationship with your own body? How can you live in a more grounded way? This card is an invitation to develop a deeper connection with the earth, to actively spend time with the physical natural world around you, to tend it and to take your place as a and to take your place as a custodian of it. To see the sacred in all of life, to notice the changing seasons around you and within you, and to remember that you too are part of the earth's ever-changing landscape, to remember that you are nature and that you'll always find your true nature in nature, to embrace your body as your home and the planet as your mother. And then here's the soul inquiry, a question, two questions that you would ask yourself. How can you connect more deeply with nature and your own true nature? How can you return more to the earth? Aho. That was beautiful. All right, my loves, we will be back next week. I'm bringing out Coot Blackson, a very riveting, deep conversation uh, with him. So that's next week as we begin our weekly cadence. All right, I am wishing you a beautiful, blessed remainder of your day, and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Fire and Soul. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. And if you'd like to connect on social, you can find me anywhere at Michelle Sorrow. Or if you'd like to reach out to me directly, you can at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.